0: Welcome to Speak with the Trees. What you are about to hear is a collection of words, music, sounds, poetry, insights and reflections gathered over nine months from voices of all ages living within the urban realm, the city, the London borough of Waltham Forest. This piece is best listened to in the presence of a tree.
1: What What am I? I? What has bark but
2: no bite? Me, a tree! My leaves stretch out, I suck up water, I talk to fungi. What am I? I am a tree.
0: Your family of oaks invited me in. Their arms reaching in all directions to the earth, to the sky, to the sea, to each other and to me. I was 43, a mother to my second born son, a mother in need of mothering. You reached your arms around me, hugged me and held me safe, suspended in your ancient heart. And from this place of rest, I could see the world more clearly. And once again, I could feel my power. Your circle of oaks still stand together in that same spot, breathing strong as the world moves on. And I long to belong there, again.
3: sangre que corre sin ser vista Por cada esquina de mi cuerpo Mis mis vísperas se armonizan
1: what would a tree say if it could talk don't eat us without asking i wish birds
2: sang to me every morning please say hello to me when you whenever you are in the woods i might be there
0: we invite you to go out to go out on a walk Or just close your eyes. Look around and you will see. We are surrounded by trees. Living beings with lifespans far longer than our own. I wonder what they might say, if they could talk. Trees? Mm -hmm. Trees? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bend your branches down. Listen to the rhythm. Can you hear the sound of roots? Spreading deep below When the wind blows Where do the leaves go trees? Bend your branches down Listen to the rhythm Can you hear the sound of roots? Spreading deep below When the wind blows Where do the leaves go trees? Bend your branches down Listen Listen to to the rhythm rhythm. Can you hear hear the sound of roots Spreading deep below
4: B. Burgess, a.k.a. me. The clearing is a place where I'm happy and free. The clearing is magic with secrets to see. There are trees of every shape and size. The weeping willow sobs and cries. I put pen to paper as there are stories old of evil loggers and heroes bold. The ash, elder, sycamore, birch. To find them all, We must go on a search. Hug them tight, cuddle their trunk. To find the wood, we had to hunt. Now take this story, pass it down. Then we can all wear the clearing crown. Protect the trees, my earthly child. We must protect the heavenly wild.
2: I would like to have a festival of the trees. I would also like everyone, when they see a tree, to hug it and to cuddle it. And to sing around it. Yay! (laughs)
0: What would the trees say if they could talk? What would we say to the trees if they could hear us? These questions travel with us on our walks across Waltham Forest as we reflect on our human relationship with trees. We encounter the ancient trees of Epping Forest and organic Glee at Hawkswood Nursery, an amazing workers' cooperative growing food on the edges of London's Lee Valley. We meet the trees of Low Hall Wood and Walthamstow Marshes, the trees in our streets, our schools, our parks and gardens, and our neighbours' gardens, and the trees from our memories. Along the way, we also meet many humans, the children from Coppermill Primary School.
2: Wonderful leaves. I am more than a tree. I'm a
1: whole community.
0: Ilya, our rigger, an arborist, and this project's answer to Chris Packham.
5: The important thing about this woodland is that it's a little oasis in the middle of a city.
0: Rachel, the leader of Curious Wilds Forest School, in her natural habitat of Low Hall Wood.
6: I see a really interesting patchwork of tree history.
0: Poppy, the educator and artist with a special interest in mycelium. When we look at
7: a tree, we're not just looking at a single species of tree, we're looking at a whole microcosm, a whole micro-ecosystem. It's so much more than the tree. Sophie,
0: the aerialist who works on a branch.
8: I just love being outside, especially this time of year. Suddenly it feels like the birds have started singing just today, 1st of March, and it's like an orchestra, feeling the beginnings of that stirring. Appy, the musician and voice of the trees.
0: Ludo the circus artist and forest school leader.
9: One of the nice things of forest school, I know everyone will say that, it's all year long. So you connect with the same space through summer, through spring, for autumn and through winter.
0: And Mo, the founder of the mill on Copper Mill Lane a community space in which an intergenerational human forest thrives.
3: Yeah, when my kids were small, we collected lots of conkers, and we collected lots of acorns, and we collected lots of twigs and pine cones, and all sorts of things, and watched what they did. So, yeah, it was nice. I enjoyed that period of time.
0: And I'm Layla, the mother from the poem that starts this piece, which I wrote in response to my time at the Forest School in Organic Lee with my youngest son. I'm a local artist, teacher and former aerialist and spent many years suspended between the earth and the sky and felt most present in that space between. Together, these roots spread far and wide from the wetlands of Walthamstow to the plains of Tottenham and West Africa, from the golden sands of South End to the deserts of Saudi Arabia. We all sense our kinship with trees, a sense of a common condition, despite the chasm of not knowing what each other know. What we do know is that we are all deeply connected in this wider web of life. What would the trees say?
2: What would a tree say if it could talk? I am the best thing ever, don't call me because I give you air. As I breathe out, you breathe in. As I breathe out, you breathe in.
7: I think the trees have a lot to say. The first thing that comes to my mind is the trees suggesting we slow down and have a think about their long life cycles, and perhaps that we look at trees thinking how slowly they grow.
3: Maybe they're looking at us and thinking how quickly we live. Be patient. I mean, it takes a long time for an acorn to become an oak tree, Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes I think we're too into instant gratification.
0: what would the
5: trees say, Ilya? Uh, Leila, the trees haven't got a voice box. They can't actually talk. Sorry. But what <laughs> would trees say to us symbolically? What would trees say to you if you were a small child, looking up at your first tree? One thing that I've always thought is that I look at trees, and some of them are oh, 500 years old, or even just 100 years old. But most trees are older than us and I would say, wow, I'm looking at my ancestors. What would your ancestors say? It's as if you were sitting at home with your grandma and she was telling you about her grandma. 200 years ago, you would feel like you were in the presence of your ancestors. Being in a forest uh, with lots of old and young trees, you feel like you're in the presence of your ancestors. And look at a tree, and it's been here since 1700. What was it like for us humans in 1700? We're in the presence of history. And what does history tell us? Well, it's, what's amazing is that these trees are still here. They've survived. They've survived two world wars. They've survived droughts. They survived the drought of 2022. So they're survivors. They weren't noticed, they just carried on living. The world went past, the world changed, computers came came and went the trees are our history our story They're the story of something that's more than human the story of trees is the story of ecology the story of animals all the animals who live in the trees the story of the soil they live in where these trees have come from some of these trees are from other parts of the world some of these trees have been here since the Ice Age. That's a very long time. So that's what they're saying. saying, 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 saying,
0: saying. Hierarchy.
1: Are humans and trees actually the same?
2: What if we're more similar than you actually realise? We breathe out the things the trees breathe in and trees breathe out the things we breathe
1: in. Technically, (laughs) trees should be higher up than us because they live, like, way longer. Mm -hmm. So they're, like, wiser and older smarter. Their childhood is probably as long as our lives.
9: The trees are giving us the whole time. We make fire, we make wood, we make paper, they're making fresh air for us, they're nourishing us with all their lovely fruits and flowers.
7: Trees can't get up and walk away and find a safer habitat or something more comfortable to their liking. They've adapted over thousands of years. Trees do have a cycle of growing and dying. And like with humans, we don't really recognise the latter parts of our lives as a process of reducing our vitality and what we can give. And actually, trees are very, very important in the dying part of their lives, which can go on for a long time, and they are still giving back to the earth. As they decay, they're giving more and more to the fungi and more and more to the invertebrates and other animals that will live off them.
6: Even with the best will in the world, people can be thinking, that they're wanting to kind of conserve and protect but so often that gets coloured by what it's worth and I think that that's part of seeing it with that hierarchy that if you've got a better understanding of all of us being part of nature rather than nature being something that's separate from humans then you're able to see it in a different way that you're not trying to exploit it or almost you're not trying to kind of protect it in that kind of paternalistic way there's a relationship between us and the more than human world that we need to kind of nurture and lean into and spend time growing what you start with is connection particularly with children under the age of 10 the more connection they can have that physical dirt under the fingernails connection with the natural world around them, the more-than-human world that they're part of and they can find their place among. Mm. that's how they begin to feel their way towards a more balanced relationship. And that's where the climate protection, looking after the world, eco-warrior thing, comes through. If you get children and you show them photos of wildfires and starving polar bears they get upset they get overwhelmed but they it doesn't grow into anything bigger and the connection bit is something that's so simple because we all have got wild spaces around us you just have to open your eyes to notice them
0: Aristotle once said, man is an inverted tree, and tree is an inverted man. I might say that the tree is a passage between the earth and the sky. The fact that these trees outlive us confronts us with the transience of our own existence. Sometimes I wonder, is this tree actually turning on the spot as the world moves around it? Tree
2: talking. What would the tree say if we could talk? We trees may seem quiet to you, but we can send signals to the other trees around us and get messages back. It's as if the whole forest is tree talking.
7: When we're looking at the tree above ground and appreciating it, remember to think about the tree below ground and appreciate that as well because there's as much going on in the tree below the ground and around the tree and that ecosystem as there is above ground. I
8: love climbing trees and I love being right at the top. And that was always the part that appealed to me where you could see above everything else. But now the part that appeals to me more, I feel like, is the roots and the unseen, what's going on down there and feeling and sensing that. I love that.
5: Things don't just rot. Things wouldn't rot unless fungi ate them. When we talk about the trees speaking to each other, we're talking about things called mycorrhizal networks.
4: I like how trees have their own, like, social media platform made of <laughs>
1: mushrooms. it's, it's yeah. under the wood wide web.
4: Oh. It's under the soil, just a whole mass of mushrooms, and then it just goes everywhere. And, like, if a tree's got, like, infected, they can send a message to the other trees. Um, like if an ant's like eating the tree, then they can send a message to the other trees, and then the trees put this like temporary poison in their, their leaves..
0: The Language of Trees by Peter Wolliman. According to the dictionary definition, language is what people use when we talk to each other. Looked at this way, we are the only beings who can use language because the concept is limited to our species. But wouldn't it be interesting to know whether trees can also talk to each other? But how? They definitely don't produce sounds, so there's nothing we can hear. Branches creak as they rub against one another and leaves rustle, but these sounds are caused by the wind and the tree has no control over them. Trees, it turns out, have a completely different way of communicating. They use scent. Scent as a means of communication? When I said at the beginning of this chapter that trees are definitely silent, the latest scientific research casts doubt even on this statement. They started listening and it didn't take them long to discover that their measuring apparatus was registering roots crackling quietly at a frequency of 220 hertz. Plants communicating by means of sound waves. That makes me curious to know more because people also communicate using sound waves. Might this be a key to getting to know trees better? Unfortunately, we are not that far advanced and research in this field is just beginning. But if you hear a light crackling the next time you take a walk in the forest, perhaps it won't just be the wind. Oak, willow and elder.
3: Leila, did you know that the Latin name for the oak tree is Quercus? Quercus? Quercus, yeah. Quercus? hmm And the Latin name for the elder is Sambucus nigra. Sambucus nigra.
4: hmm hmm
3: The Latin name for willow is Salix. Salix. Or Salix. Salix? I think it's Salix. Salix. Say it, Appy. Salix.
7: The combination of oak, willow, and elder is such a good trio of trees. They speak to our urban natural environment in this area so well. And it's the blackthorn blossom that's blooming at the moment, so sort of fresh and white we know the elder blossom will be on its way. It's more of a symbol of the air warming, the longer days, spring coming. I can't wait for that. Elder's definitely got that sense of being kind of wise, but maybe slightly more witchy tree. It sort of grows in the cracks and the
0: gaps. Sambucus nigra.
6: One thing I really love about elder is it clings on um, tenaciously, bursts up all over the place. It's really vigorous. It's one of the last trees to lose its leaves, one of the first trees to grow it. And it just cracks on with getting on with life with massive abundance. So um, in the spring, it's got these huge white heads of flowers and then they turn into big purple berries and feeds everything. So we turn the flowers and you make them into elderflower champagne or cordial, we fry them as fritters, you can use the berries and make juice, you can, birds all come and eat the berries and bees come and drink from the flowers and we can use the elder sticks, poke the middles out to make little beads and whistles and all kinds of things. It's got got so much use to it, it's not trying to help us out but somehow it still does so Mm. it's kind of, it feels like we need to help it out as well.
2: My name is Emily the Elder Tree. I am mystical, secretive and wise. I look like a strong, powerful, emerald lush tree. I help animals and birds set their homes in me. I give oxygen to the world. I can grow as high as a house. A tree, a stretching, yawning tree. I wake up and smell the air. I look up and all around me. I grow up and up towards the sun. I thicken my bark and reach for the sky. Now I am tall, taller than most trees. I can see for miles. Now I am a great tree, a willow tree. What's your name? Mischievous, emerald-drooping willow.
1: On the
7: river, the willows are the most common trees around. They love the water. They grow really quickly. They strive for light. They're very good at sort of seeking out the opportunities. And actually, as their branches fall, they set roots down again really easily. And then well, so from an old branch, new branches will sprout up in a kind of walking effect along a sort of floodplain, marshy, wet area.
6: Workers. There are a lot of different species of oaks. There are two which we normally have in the UK, but because there are lots of different species of oaks, and some oaks come from more southern Europe, those species of oaks may end up taking up more of our forest spaces in the future as the climate changes. Because the oaks that we have, very sadly, are forecast to not cope very well in southern England within the next 80 years. So enjoy them while we've got them, lament their passing, and try to enjoy what's coming next.
5: 1,300 species on the oak,
6: 1,300.
7: Any of these big old trees would have been wrapping around the rocks and the underground sort of substrate for thousands and thousands of years, and they'll have been holding onto that soil and giving life back to the soil around them. So trees are essential for holding on to our landscape, in a sense, to make sure it doesn't get washed away down into the rivers.
2: Once upon a time, I, Quirky quirker. It were planted by a druid I've been planted
1: six hundred and fifty-five years ago. I, Quarky Quarkus, holds the spirit of the mischievous, wise, ghoulish druid who was up a tree when he dropped me, and I grew around my sacred mother tree.
7: So this poem was concocted on a walk around the hawkwood nurseries on an open day with some people who knew the site very very well and some people who were visiting for maybe the first or second time hello
0: oaks of hawkswood
7: dark gracious and very spacious i see your long ancient branches reach down to me walking stick sit quiet meditate vessels
0: goodbye for now magnificent Oaks
7: use but not abuse carbon but not for burning let's make it happen
3: the layers <laughs> of So
1: In front of me lies a green archway of nature, peace looming. Calm birds cry, birds fly, all in my knobbly crooked palm. And that's part of my charm. I've taken the tears of the other trees over the years. Blue silky hair, hanging long. Summertime, everything's fine, food all mine. Autumn's here, turning orange. Winter's there and becoming bare. Soon I'll die, so goodbye.
2: Wither,
1: the die.
0: I am here in the famous willow tree, the climbing tree on the marshes with Alfred, Kieran, and Leo. And I wanted to ask if you had any memories of this tree in your lifetime.
1: I remember climbing up to, like, the really tall part every time I came and showing off. I remember running through, like, that bit to the other willow tree. I remember when I was, I'm um, like, seven and me and my dad used to come for rides down here. I always used to ask him if we can come here. Same. Yeah, I remember when Leo showed me that secret path down there. Secret is so strong.
0: What would you say to this tree if you thought the tree could hear you?
1: Well, <laughs> fun climbing you. <laughs> does it hurt? I think it would mm. say, Get off me. I'm trying to enjoy a nice Sunday. evening. It's half time, so I'll get even more kids. Give me some silence. <laughs> and also, it would say, Yes, it does hurt. All your feet are quite annoying. Uh-huh. Get soft shoes. <laughs> I mean, I bet at some point there was like a party in this tree.
0: I wanted to ask you if there is a particular memory or encounter that you've had with a tree that you would be willing to share.
8: I wanted to deepen my relationship with trees and with the forest. And so I went and spent the night in a woods in Fife, where a friend of mine lives in a kind of hut. And I spent the night with an oak tree and that was one of the most beautiful, intimate experiences. I got to the stage where I was kind of almost having a like a conversation in my mind with the tree. Like It was really deep and really beautiful, but it was also really fun and light, and it made me realise that I can approach things in a bit of a kind of serious way. I almost felt like the tree was laughing at me and saying, you know, lighten up and just have some fun. So we did a bit of dancing, and that was nice. (laughs) Sounds a bit mad, but it was such a beautiful experience. Dancing at dawn with an oak tree was lovely.
0: I thought the earth remembered me. She took me back so tenderly, arranging her dark skirts, her pockets full of lichens and seeds. I slept as never before, a stone on the riverbed, nothing between me and the white furs of the stars but my thoughts, and they floated light as moths among the branches of the perfect trees. All night I heard the small kingdoms breathing around me, the insects and the birds who do their work in the darkness. All night, I rose and fell as if in water, grappling with a luminous doom. By morning, I had vanished at least a dozen times into something better.
7: When I first think back to my garden where I grew up, and there was this huge beech tree with a rope swing on it and we spent so many hours playing around that tree. What I don't know is, was it as big as it is in my mind? I sort of want to go back and see this tree, and I sort of don't. I sort of want to keep it as the
3: childhood memory of this ginormous tree. Going on the bus from here to the station, there's a little block of about three blocks of flats, and in front of it, There are three very mature cherry trees, which I call the three sisters. And in the springtime, suddenly they come into flower and it's just this whole stretch of kind of pink and white, which is really, really lovely while it lasts. And then the petals fall like confetti everywhere. So I like them very much. And I think of them as a sort of local landmark really. And I don't know how long they've been there, but they're they're very kind of mature trees.
5: I was brought up in West Africa. I'm English, and I've lived in London for 25 years, but in uh, West Africa, there's a tree called the baobab tree. It's a huge silvery-grey tree, and it's very large and fat and bulbous, and that's because it stores water in the rainy season, and it's like a sponge inside. And then when it gets really, really hot, much hotter than this country, or maybe this, this summer, Uh, The tree can survive through the really hot summer uh, with the water it's stored in the rainy season. And that's a really beautiful tree. And the leaves, you can make this kind of sherbet stuff out of it, which has got loads of vitamin C in it. Yeah, it's really cool. In Senegal, they remember their tribal history orally. They don't write it down. So one person in the local community, they will be brought up to... Remember all the stories of the tribe or the community. All of them. It'll take them years, and they'll learn them off an elder. And that's their job. It should be the history book. And when these people die, this is a job they do all their life, until they're very old. And when they die, they're buried inside the tree, in these ancient trees. They're buried. Mm actually inside these hollow trees. They're called griots. They are spoken word poets.
0: Amazing.
5: Adansonia
9: digitata.
5: That's the the Latin name for this tree.
9: I'm 40 years old now, and I think I've been climbing since I was probably three or four years old. They saved my life once when I fell from a tree. I've been saved by a branch. So thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for your lovely presence and this uh, trees are magical. They calm me down. They help me to be centered. The one place in the world where I feel the most alive is in woodlands. In Mexico, like there is some old teaching of like uh, people will will partner with a plant or a tree in uh, waking life and decide to protect that plant or tree. Because in dreamland, the trees can walk, but we cannot move. So they will protect us in our dreams. So this this relation of like, you help them during daytime and they help you during the nighttime. I really like the idea of like, you know, something quite poetic about it, but it's just, we need to help one another pretty much. The future.
2: My name is Betty the birch tree. I have luscious green leaves and a thick trunk. I'm 59 years old and have a best human friend, Flora. I like to think about what I will see in the future. Will I see flying cars? Will dinosaurs come back? I'll know in 269 years. My name is Emerald the elder tree. I am too lush and fresh. I gave shade and shelter and I'm great for picnics. I have seen friends die, but I hope when I get older, new friends be born. I might see tropical lizard monkeys.
6: What do you
0: imagine that they may see in the future? Or what do you hope they may see in the future?
6: I hope what they will see in the future, I hope what they will breathe in the future, is some cleaner air. I'm really struck by visiting um, forests. We went to Sweden in the middle of nowhere and there's this amazing lichen and and, um, moss growing all over the trees, like thick carpets. And the trees here, the air isn't clean enough. You can see from what's growing on the trees that the air isn't clean. And I think that would be really lovely for them to kind of have cleaner air and to have a more interesting cloak to cover them with.
5: With climate changing so fast, it doesn't change so fast in human eyes, but in ecological terms, it's incredibly fast. So it may be that in 100 years, if we do lose all our oak trees in the south of England, we will have to plant our native trees. This country is made up of a mixture of native and non-native trees. Um, Some have only been native for the last 20,000 years. Mm -hmm. Before that, everything north of Leeds was covered in ice. Mm -hmm. So there were no trees, it was just ice. So it's it's an interesting discussion about the fact that we need a mixture of native and non-native species if we are to adapt because in a hundred years we'll still need trees. And that maybe says something about our human communities who are going to have to adapt to a mixture in that respect.
0: So, what would the tree say?
8: Get into tree time, get into the slowness and the observation and the sensing realm.
6: I think the trees might say, could you please leave us alone to do our own thing? If you leave spaces to rewild, actually they rewild more future-proof than anything a human could dream. And so I think maybe the trees might just say, please just enjoy us.
9: That's a lovely question. I imagine like to slow down. Yeah, be present and enjoy the moment and grow some strong roots with the land, with your local community, ancestors. Wake
5: up. Don't be complacent. Look around you. Open your eyes and share it. You know? You need to share all these trees. You need community woodlands, things that people can go to for free. That's really, really important.
2: My wish is that people care about trees a lot more. Don't chop
1: us down. It would say, look after after me." me.
0: Around me, the trees stir in their leaves and call out, stay a while. The light flows from their branches. And they call again, it's simple, Simple. they say. And you too have come into the world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and And to shine. for listening to speak with the trees we would love to hear your thoughts we would love to hear your stories of encounters with trees and to hear what the trees are saying to you if you would be happy to share these please send them to speakwiththetreeswalthamstow@gmail.com. at gmail.com you can check the show notes for spelling details and in the meantime go easy